What do you love? I love metaphors and how our creator God can speak to us through metaphors. He does. I was just thinking about, um, you know, we can have metaphors throughout the day. You know, we, we've talked about daydreams sometimes and, um, how that could work in our life, but just small little pictures, you know, you and I've been working on a tree in the backyard, a pecan tree that's choked out by Ivy. Yeah. I mean, if you looked at the tree, it looks like it's growing these amazing leaves and branches. Oh, it looks like it's this beautiful, lushly green tree. It does. And, and the with, tree's almost barren. Yeah. And I, at first I thought this tree has some kind of parasitic thing growing on it. At first I thought it was Ivy, but it's not, you know, it's um something else because the leaves are kind of rounded. They didn't have the points that Ivy leaves have. And then I started researching it and found out it really was ivy. <laughs> and that once ivy gets to be huge, really large, they lose their pointy leaves. They do. And these ivy vines were like three inches in diameter. Oh, my goodness. And they were choking. They were like a little tree trunk. They are a tree trunk. They're choking the life out of the tree. And so as you and I began to work on it, you worked really hard. You were able to initially get all the really weedy stuff out and let us get close to the tree trunk i watched some videos we're cutting the vines off which some of them are as big as the the way i described it on uh, one of my posts on social media yesterday was the circumference is as big as a large piece of bologna slice of bologna round bologna they really were one of the vines was that big yes it's true and, and so um you know, we've cut through that, trying to rescue this tree. We don't pull the vines off. And God began to speak to me through that. Sometimes we, uh, can I go down this road? Sure. Okay. So sometimes, because I think it'll lead us into where we want to go, but sometimes we want to just rip bad things out of our life so quickly that have been there for so long and have, we've gotten used to it yeah. and we just want to rid ourselves of it quickly as quickly as possible we want a quick fix because yeah. everything's fast in yes. our culture and so what we want to do is we want to spray some weed killer on it but in the process you kill the whole tree yeah we can harm ourselves by trying to just fix something so quick and there's a lesson in it we're having to be patient i mean we're slowly watching this this ivy vine slowly die but we cut it off mid-root we didn't dig all the way down and get all the roots out from around the tree but we will won't we yeah. i mean that is our next step but there's a metaphorical teaching in it that god was just speaking to me through and i thought it was beautiful it was you know look you do it part by part and one of, one of the videos i saw said you know put some salt on the roots that are still attached to the tree that you haven't pulled off that go down into the ground. They're no longer connected to the top piece because we cut about 12 inches all the way around the tree where it's not getting any life up right. above, no nourishment. Down below, it's still gaining nourishment from the roots. So we're slowly hacking away at that. But if we pull too harshly, we pull the bark off and kill the tree. So we're just trying to kill those roots. And it said, just you know, put some salt on those little pieces and watch them dry up. And that's what we're doing. But we have to do that in our life, don't we? We do. So many times people want a quick fix and they want to, you know, just yank a root out and be well yeah. in, in whatever it is that's plaguing them. And, you know, what we did with the tree was we, we cut the main part, the biggest part of the problem off from the root mm -hmm. and let it begin to die. 
And then, and we, that was an instant process, but it's a slow process to see the manifestation of it dying off of it, removing its grip on the life of that tree. And it might not even be this year, may not even be next year that the tree's fruitful again. Right. Because it will take time for the tree to regain its strength. And that's like our life. We need to have the time to regain our strength and not expect everything to be minute rice and fast food restaurant for us right. to get what we want right now. I mean, everybody loves, like you said, a quick fix. Drive Everything's instant rice, drive-throughs, yeah. you know, uh, one-hour cleaners. I mean, that's what... Well, you know, that's what a lot of people are wanting even for this virus the COVID-19 virus God give us a quick fix just get it over with yeah I mean just take it away and and we talked about I think one time I may have done a Facebook post or something may not have been on the podcast but I talked about you know people are saying with so many people praying for the virus to end why is it not just in and I don't have an answer for that God has some reason right that he's not answered that prayer well we don't live in a perfect world i mean it would be awesome if we could just pray and everything happened that we prayed wouldn't it not really no because some of us pray for some things well some crazy things that's true so thank god sometimes that he doesn't do things the way we expect him to all the time because his ways are higher than our ways so i'm not saying he wants this virus to stay here but um for whatever reason, we can't answer all those things, but we don't always understand. We won't always have the answer, but, but how can metaphor, I mean, I think we have some dreams this week and we can talk about those. I know you had a really amazing dream and then we had someone, um, part of our, uh, organization that we have, have, uh, has a friend who had a dream. They're all very interesting. I think it would be cool to talk about some of the metaphorical things that are in there and what it well, tells us. And I think, us. I think it's an interesting time to talk about the dream that a friend of ours posted on Facebook. They do some dream training and classes up where they live. And I promised the person who had the dream, I would keep this anonymous. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even going to reveal where we got the dream from as a result of that, other than it came off Facebook. Right. Uh, the friends of ours posted it. Somebody who does, uh, they're connected with their firsthand connection. And the dream is posted on Facebook about uh, Good Friday, mm-hmm. and which we're recording on Saturday between uh, Good Friday and Easter. And the dream was posted on Facebook early in the morning of Good Friday. And later in the day, the president gave his Good Friday uh, presentation to the, to the nation and there's some interesting things that happened in the dream and some interesting responses that the individual got when they shared the dream that I thought would be really valuable to talk about. One one of the things is the beauty of the way uh, what the dream spoke opened up and revealed some things that, that to the dreamer on a personal level that said this was, this was something you need to pay attention to because yeah. of similar images later in the president's uh speech yeah but the other was the fact that it wasn't um you know that it it wasn't um received real well that by some people the dream wasn't and how do you deal with a dream that you think is important but that maybe everybody some people might get upset or confused by the metaphors of the dream right well let's just talk about that real quick um not all dreams are to be shared 
No, no, no. I actually think this one was this one, one at least the results were to be shared, but sure. not necessarily the dream. And we've talked about that before. Sometimes some dreams, and I've had people share dreams before, and they're like, oh, I had this dream, I want to share it. And then they start sharing, and you just go, well, let's, uh, we'll talk about that. Well, and <laughs> this, this is, is a cool, this is a cool dream that's actually one of those perfect examples of an extrinsic dream, a dream that's not just for the dreamer, it's for others as well, but it's understanding what to do with that dream that becomes important. But let me let me go over the dream so people know what we're talking about rather okay, than yeah, me just continuing to talk about it. Now, I also promised I wouldn't give the dream in absolute detail because I didn't want that to identify the dreamer directly either. So I'm going to sort of paraphrase some of this. But basically, the dreamer is standing in a corner of the Oval Office, and there were uh, cameras in the room to film something. And uh, the dreamer says that there was one camera on the desk, like where the president would sit down, and one camera that had a shot that was more like the window and the flag and the lawn outside. And they, they, that's what the, they were seeing going on there. The president came in, did not see the dreamer at all, even though they're standing in the room. And uh, he walks over and looks out the window, puts his hands in his heads, and weeps and begins to weep. Uh, he's just standing there weeping, and the dreamer then sees out the window some crows land in the tree limbs out in the White House lawn, and they fly down onto the ground, and they just stand there like statues. And uh, after that happens, she hears the president whispering a prayer. She can't hear everything that he says, but she can just tell it's pouring out of him. It's coming from deep in his heart. And... She he then turns around, sits down at his desk, and she looks over his shoulder. He still doesn't see her, and um, begins to write. And she she said he didn't. What when he put his pen to the paper, the things that came out were words or phrases, but not complete sentences. And she listed a bunch of the different things that were that she remembered mm-hmm. being written on the page. But when he picked his pen up, the only thing that was left was she is most beautiful. And there were lots and of what references. Did he, say? he said, you can, you can read this. What yeah, you- yeah, I, I'm going to tell you that. Okay. He, they, there were lots of references in the various things he had written earlier mm-hmm. to her and to she. Right. You know, like um, give her or uh, she grieves or uh, she needs hope or things like that that were in the what he had written, but it ended up with just, she is most beautiful. Now, when she's writing all this, he, uh, uh, she looked, the dreamer looks out the windows and as he finishes writing, he's prayed now written, he finishes writing, uh, and the crows have turned into doves and now they're moving around and they're busy with things. Now, when he started writing, the, the dreamer said he noticed the dreamer and, uh, said something, said, you can read this, but don't mock. Not today. Please, not today. Okay? It goes on, and the president then turns to the dreamer after he picks the pen up off the paper and says, there's always something bigger than you or me. It might be a movement. It might be somebody making a point like what God often does, but this is how it is today. Uh, God is looking at our flag, our crooked graphs, all our isolation rooms. He is with the dead, and ironically, they are the ones who are not alone. Uh, He then wipes tears from his face again and puts his head down, and the dreamer then goes on to speak in the dream. First time the dream, this is why it's an extra dream. First time the dreamer's actually involved. 
really, and says, I knew you were feeling the fray like me, but I never knew the providence of God was as prevalent as it, I saw it in the crows turning into doves. Uh, this could be the worst Easter she will ever know, and all we can do is pray for comfort. This is all I know to do. That's what she said. That's what he... she says at the very end. That's how the dream ends. The dreamer says okay. that. So what's interesting to me, the first thing, this is an extrinsic dream. We mm-hmm. talk about that a lot, but this is a good example of one. The dreamer is not involved. They're a silent observer until the very, very end. The president doesn't even recognize or notice the dreamer in the room until right at the end of the dream. So there's this little involvement, but it's not the biggest part of the dream. If you took the dreamer out of the dream completely, totally, you would still get the gist of the dream, the biggest part of the dream. So extrinsic dreams are are more likely, still not 100% of the time, but more likely to be a dream you might share. Uh, And the dreams are... Uh, extrinsic dreams are dreams that are for someone else. So that's another one of the reasons that you might share them. And there are many times they're for prayer. They're calling us to pray, which is exactly what this dream is. So I thought it might be interesting to talk about the dream and some of the metaphors and symbols, but then because the dreamer mentioned that some of the people who saw or heard the dream from them were bothered by it. We might talk about what do you do when a dream has symbolism in it that may offend or bother some of the people around you. Because let's just face it. Let's be real. Uh, President Trump can be controversial. Yeah. that's That doesn't matter whether you're Republican, Democrat, whether you love him or dislike him. That's just a reality of truth. He can be controversial. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's polarizing at times. And some people will be happy or unhappy with him about certain things. So he's an image in a dream that can provoke strong emotions yeah. in either direction. Yeah. So we can come back to that. But let's talk about the dream a little bit first. So okay. I thought it was really interesting. One of the things I'll mention is that one of the things about this dream that brought confirmation to the dreamer that this is a dream from God and this is a dream that that you need to take seriously was the fact that they began the dream with saying, There were two camera angles, one on the desk and one on the window uh, where you could see out into the lawn. And I happened to watch the president's Good Friday speech. And the two camera angles they used in that speech were one on his desk and one with the flags in the background seeing out the windows to the lawn. Yeah. With Bishop Harry Jackson on one side and Vice President Pence on the other, and they would go back and forth. We were just looking out one window. Mm-hmm. During it. So that tells the dreamer something. Yeah. That says, look, you look, you could argue and you say, oh, but that's always the, 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 the way view, they set yeah. up the cameras in the White House and the Oval Office. No, it's not always the way. It was very specific for that day and very much in the way the dreamer described the views the angles aren't always the same, you know. So, so for well, that look, dreamer in that moment, that was something that says, "Hey, this is an important dream." Well, I mean, look, we've been getting a report from um, Trump standing behind a podium for you know a couple of weeks now. Right. So that could have been the setting, but it wasn't. It yeah. was the Oval Office. So 
Yeah, and there hasn't been that many speeches from the Oval Office recently. So Correct, and it, that, the it, Dreamer may not have even known that the president was going to make a speech on Good Friday. Maybe he always does. I'm not that well-versed in remembering what our POTUS does, but um, maybe they always do. I don't know. I don't. Well, and interestingly, even if you know he's going to, could that prompt why the imagery is what it is in the dream? Yeah. Absolutely. That doesn't mean the dream's a bad dream or the dream is a made-up dream or the right. dream is a, something wrong with the dream. It just means that may be an image God chose because there was a little bit of an expectation of those events. It really doesn't matter because God was sending her a message. Yes. And and overall, let me just let me help people with this. Overall, the interpretation of this dream, and this is what's important. Like the president, don't like the president. Doesn't matter. The interpretation of that dream is really simple. Pray for the president, pray for America. Things are dark, but they can be transformed. Yeah. That's the bottom line interpretation of this dream. The she in the dream is America. The crows on the lawn, that's saying things have been dark. Things have been deadly. Things have been desperate. Crows, you talked about it uh, yeah, when we were first talking about this dream. death or uh, having to eat crow, maybe someone trying to force you into a humility almost. And, um, you know, just there's several things that crows can mean. They come to rob things, you know, and... Um, they have a, a mocking spirit, really. Yeah, yeah. But after prayer and journaling his thoughts, because that's what I would say that was in the dream, of just between he and God, the crows turn into doves. That that speaks of life and the voice of Holy Spirit and 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 uh, uh, freedom. And the crows were uh, statuary, whereas the the doves were moving, and so right. it, it speaks of freedom and, and life. life. Yeah. So this is a dream that's basically saying whether you like Donald Trump or not, pray for the presidency. Because if you're a Christian like we are, I I really don't care whether you like Donald Trump or not. You're commanded by Scripture to pray for the president, pray for those in authority over you. Absolutely. And even myself, there are several people in in, uh, political arenas that I I, I don't uh, adhere to their standards, right? Different yep. standards than what I deem as being very important, uh, especially to who I am, what I believe, my moral values. But I still, even this week, it's like God has impressed upon me. Pray for those that you really, those who um, maybe rub you the wrong way or say the wrong things yeah. that, that offend your your morals or your standards, your your, your uh, ability to worship God, pray for them. And it's really changed my heart towards many of some of the political leaders. Um, I, I pray for our president. I pray for our former president. I well, pray for Obama. He is still very influential. And You, and you look at it, the, the, both, both of those examples, Obama, our previous president, Trump, our current president, are polarizing individuals. They not are. whether they choose to be or not is irrelevant. They're both polarizing in various and different ways. Yeah. I pray for both of them. I prayed for Obama when he was in yes. office. I pray for President Trump now that he is in office. It doesn't matter which one I like better. Right. It we, doesn't we make any difference. We still have an obligation. And to, and to do it without a um, a, a motive. Yeah. You it's know? true. And, and the, thing, the other thing I love about this dream is it draws a point to help us. If you fall into that category of disliking Donald Trump, Okay. If you fall in that place where you think he's destroying the nation, 
Okay, I, listen, let's acknowledge it. People feel that way. Yeah. I, I'm a little more, I don't particularly like his personality and his style and the way he does things. Most of his politics and things, I think, are, I, I more line up with some of them. So I'm kind of in that middle place if I don't like some things and I do like some things. So it's kind of this balanced place. And so maybe I can come at this from a more balanced perspective as a result of it. But one thing I can say is whether you like him or you don't like him, this dream paints a picture of him standing at the window with his hands in his uh, head in his hands, weeping. Right. It doesn't matter who you are if you're carrying the weight that the office of presidency requires. You've got to be feeling the weight and the pain of this situation. Both sides, people who think everything ought to have been shut down earlier Mm. and last longer, and people who think it's all fake and we shouldn't have shut down at all. The president is carrying the weight of all those opinions, all those feelings, whether he's making right decisions or wrong decisions is irrelevant. Right. He's in pain in private. Yeah. You can't assume that's not the case. You can't assume he has no feelings at all. He's going to be carrying that weight. And that's part of what this dream says. If you can't find anything else to identify with him for, identify with the pain of a leader having to make these kind of decisions. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and that gives us something. If I dislike him entirely, I ought to be able to pray, God, would you give him peace that he could make good decisions and wise decisions? Yeah. If I love him, I ought to be able to say, God, can you give him peace so he can make good decisions and wise decisions? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I think there's something powerful in this dream that is can be taken wrong because of the imagery. Yeah. And while it's an extrinsic dream, a dream you would normally share, that may mean sometimes it's better not to share the dream, but just to share what you feel the dream speaks. That's where I was going to go. So for for people who um, may dream a lot, and it's very it's very um, uh, surreal to them. You know, it's very lucid, or you know, and it's it's very impactful to them. You understand why they want to share it with others. You know. Um, but like you said, maybe that one of the reasons why we teach um, dream interpretation is because we want people to be able to interpret it for themselves and come up with kind of like what I would call a little bundle of what the dream was about. Yeah. So what is the meat of the dream telling you? So when we share things on social media, look, oh, you and I have talked about this recently, just how it can be so frustrating to read other people's posts and not know where their heart is or where they're coming from or what their intentions oh, I just, are. I'll just be honest. I said I liked people better before everybody was sharing their opinions on social media. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I get it. Well, I just try not to read all of it because sometimes it gets frustrating to me. Yeah, it does. And everybody has their opinion, right? Yeah. But people's opinions change. You know, what you believe 20 years ago, you may not believe today. So, you know, 
so what what would be the takeaway maybe from when we do have maybe dreams that may, others may interpret as being politically motivated? Right. Uh, do we just share that maybe, or do we hold back and maybe pray and say, is this something that should be shared, or well, I should think, I just interpret share the interpretation of an important I think, dream I had? I think there's where the key is. If you've got an image or a metaphor in a dream that speaks to you. And it's important. That image for you is very important. You would not get the meaning without that image, without that metaphor. It doesn't mean that everyone else will receive that metaphor in the same way. Therefore, if God were speaking to a third party, someone else out there who is very anti-Donald Trump, for example, mm-hmm. he would be, they, that doesn't mean they're not a Christian, doesn't love God, doesn't right. listen or hear from the That's creator. Exactly right. And see, there's a problem we get into. We start Absolutely. deciding that our opinion determines whether we hear from God or not, whether we love God or not. And that is so far from the truth. Absolutely. So, but anyway, I don't want to get political on it, but so. Well, that's not political. That's just spiritual. That's. I think that's but, wisdom. You may need to touch on that. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. But but if 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 they if they would not be able to receive from that metaphor, God won't use that metaphor in their dreams to yeah, speak to them. It's true. He'll use a metaphor they can receive. And so when we like this was a dream, I thought the end result of was something that should be shared. It was encouragement. It was a call for America, for all of us to come together in unity, to pray, to see yes. death transformed into life, to see something that's causing in, uh, instability and 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 uh, inability to move forward turn into something that's living and moving and breathing. A call to pray for leaders, not just President Trump, but mm-hmm. for leaders who are weeping and dealing with tremendous weight on them at this moment. Yeah. And and see, the dream wasn't just pray for Donald Trump. The dream was to pray for leaders. Mm. Donald Trump was the image for this dreamer. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is if you begin to share a dream and you find that some of the images of the metaphors of the dream itself are difficult for the people around you to hear, then don't share the dream anymore. Just share the your understanding. Share. You know what? I, I really feel like uh, my creator spoke to me that this is a time to come together in prayer and unity for. The images may be powerful for some people, and it's okay to share them there. Not as powerful or maybe even offensive for others, mm-hmm. but the message is not something that's going to be offensive or divisive it's it's a message of coming together in unity and this is just a really clear good illustration of it this happens a lot in dreams we're on a personal level listen this happens in family situations husbands and wives have a dream images in the dream that speak to something about your spouse that if you share the images in the dream you might offend them but if you share the meaning of the dream that brings life we talk about that a lot about how yeah. we don't interpret don't always necessarily encourage interpreting or sharing always in full dreams with one another well, um well, look, to try and get the spouse to tell to to yes hear and, something and we do talk about how you know be careful sharing things with uh, these dreams even with your spouse because you for one i would drive you crazy if i shared every single dream but Usually, that doesn't mean keep them secret. I'm just no, talking about being wise. It's with, about uh, preserving a marriage. It's, yeah. I mean, it's about relationships and just being considerate of someone else. Because what may be extremely important to you and vivid to you and very much a, a language that you may have with your Creator God, it may not be as important to your spouse. Yeah. 
they may not be a big dreamer. They may not understand it. They may not, you know, so we can't judge people because they have a different way of communicating with God. I'm not saying they couldn't have dreams. They can, but, uh, but maybe that's just not their passion. God hadn't put that in them. You well, know. And it could be simple things. Like if I had a dream with you in it and in, I haven't had this dream, by the way, I just want to be sure I'm making it. Making something. You go up. ahead, because I'll go if next. I, if I had a dream with you in it, and you had humongous ears that were the size of your whole head, yeah, that might be very important to me. That says I need to pay attention because you listen and you hear well. I would take and that I'm as not, a compliment. Yeah, but, but, but you might, on the other hand, think say, you were saying I'm "Goodness, ugly? are you saying I'm ugly because my ears are big?" Because uh-huh. you got focused on the metaphor instead mm-hmm. of the message, mm-hmm. and that's why you have to be careful. Right. With what you're sharing and how you're sharing it, even when a dream is for sharing. Right. Like this is an extrinsic dream reminding people to pray. It can't fulfill its function if it's not shared in some fashion in this particular case. Right. And and like I had a dream last night and I wanted to share it with you. You got lost when I was sharing it with you by well, my mind wandered into it something did. you said. And and honestly, and, that happens a lot with you, but I, I don't mean that. I don't mean that bad. But I do thank dream. You so I, much. I, I dream a lot. I, I'm, I'm just let me. Okay, go ahead. I dream a lot. So to have to, I, I really hold back on a lot of what I want to share with you because I know that I'm very wordy, a lot of details, you know. And we do. That's why I'm saying I do. I was very patient today when you got lost. When I well. I was. You got patient. No, <laughs> we laughed about it. We, it's true. We, we, we did. did. We didn't fight or argue. And uh, you shared your dream, and I was very compassionate and just told you how wonderful it was. I shared my dream, and you picked up your phone. <laughs> Two well, totally different perspectives. However, in your defense, I share a lot of dreams with you. Well, you I also had a reason that I got to share. Anyway, that's okay. It's okay. We don't have time to get I, into I know, that now. I know. Maybe, maybe I next time. You. Maybe next time we no, can talk I'm about why I got you. distracted. Let me, you don't dream as often as I do, and you had a very significant dream, which we'll do on another podcast, but it was uh, pretty powerful, so I, I loved it. No, and I have a lot of simple dreams, probably. I have a lot of simple dreams. You have like one or two or three powerful dreams here and there. Yeah. Mine are probably not They as... all build up to be powerful. Yeah, I guess so. No, you, they do. It's true. It's just a different way of approaching mm-hmm. it. Some people have a, a few very powerful dreams. Some people have more dreams, and they build into things. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Well, we're out of time. So, yeah. boy, that flew by in a hurry for some yeah. reason. So, But I think this was an important topic, an important topic right now during this time and this season for this moment. And so we encourage you out there uh, uh, to put your faith into practice and and to pray for our nation. Pray yes. for our leaders, and, and, our Democratic leaders, our Republican leaders. If you're listening in another part of the world, you're whatever party they are yes. leaders. It doesn't matter where they are or who they are. They need prayer right now. Yes. and even From bo- whatever perspective you come to. Yeah. And whatever you share, just know that you have to be willing to to stand up underneath the criticism that can come because you share things. There may be a heaviness on it or a call nationally for it to be known, but you have to be able to stand up under that. So pray before you share. Make sure it's something you think should be shared or maybe just inter. And I'm not saying that about the dreamer for this no, particular one. I'm saying general. just in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's good. Well, that's all the time we have. So uh, listen, let us know. Leave comments for us. Share the podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, or whatever way you do it. Uh, let us know you're out there and let others know about us so that uh, we can uh, just continue to talk about these dreams and see what 
we can learn together. Yes. So till next time, like usual, keep dreaming.